0: Stop Killing Deals. What's that you say? This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. How to gain competitive advantage by rejecting your bad assumptions. That's the subtitle of the new book, Stop Killing Deals. The author is George Brontean, who's the founder of Membrane, the sales enablement CRM company. George is a technology guy who believes that technology alone can't solve what ails the selling process in so many organizations. His motivation to write the book came from watching sales teams everywhere make the same simple mistakes. Mistakes that, in George's view, are grounded in faulty assumptions and beliefs about people, about selling, and about buying. We have a conversation with George in this podcast episode to explore his thinking around training, motivation drive, the role of the sales manager, and the importance of coaching. I reached George recently at Membrane's offices in Sweden. The conversation that follows has been edited for length. George, I've been looking forward to speaking with you about your book. Thanks for taking the time for this. Thank you, Michael. It's great to be here. Looking forward to our dialogue. You wrote a book to help people, in your words, unmask and defeat the deadly assumptions that plague sales organizations. Can we start by summarizing the three assumptions detailed in your book?
1: The first one being that notion of salespeople being born uh, or being in a particular way. Uh, And I I think that's also true when you read a lot of blogs and and information about selling. Uh, Oftentimes, we talk about selling as if it's the same, like selling is selling is selling, which is, of course, not true because selling can be very, very different depending on what, what it is you're selling, right? It can be very complex or it can be very transactional. Uh, and the, the type of individual and the type of traits and skills and uh, knowledge you need to be successful in one type of selling environment does not equal uh, another. So uh, this notion of salespeople being born uh, is, is, a, is a scary one, of course. And, and if you believe that, well, why do you need to train them? I mean, they should already know what they should be doing. And that's what I thought uh, in, uh, in another company that I founded. Uh, I was recruiting salespeople who had successfully sold for someone else. And that's so I then thought, of course, they would be able to sell in my sales environment as, as well. But I was completely wrong <laughs> about that. So some of these things are, are just hard, hard-earned experiences I would say the second assumption that that I um, hear a lot is that salespeople should just do what they know to do. They should be disciplined and they should go achieve the targets that we have set up for them as if they were all some kind of heat-seeking missiles. Uh, Again, uh, we're talking about people. Uh, It's uh, human beings that, that have ambitions and have have goals and, and and dreams and and it comes down to i think the the leaders and the managers to really understand uh, each individual uh, what drives that person and what makes him or her really want to do what you want them to do and, and, and prepare them and provide them with all the resources they need uh, to succeed so it's kind of tied to the first assumption, right? If, if, if you believe that salespeople are born uh, and should just do whatever they, they, uh, they were born to do, uh, then you might think they should also be competitive and, and do whatever it takes and not take no for an answer and all these things, uh, which, of course, is not true. Discipline is really hard. Willpower is something everybody needs to work on. Uh, and, uh, and that's not something somebody has or does not have. And I would say the third one is that the technology that we make salespeople use or have made them use in the past was designed to help them become better salespeople. So the CRM system, for instance, which is sort of the, at the core of, of a salesperson's uh, toolbox, I would say wasn't really designed to help them become better. It's, it's uh, more of a uh, digital Rolodex where they should be logging what they've done because they ought to know what they should be doing, right? And they should all be doing enough. So if they all log that into the CRM, we can see if they're doing enough. So I think the, pr- the premise and the idea behind CRM was really to capture a lot of information about customers. And that somehow would lead us to sell more, which I think is also a crazy assumption. Like information doesn't make people buy usually. So it's it's about other other things. Uh, So, and I think this is why we're now seeing so much technology popping up to help salespeople because the CRM is great as the repository of information, but it hasn't been very helpful. Was it, it doesn't guide salespeople on what to do. It doesn't help the managers to coach. It doesn't really help us iterate on, on, on the processes very well, et cetera, et cetera. So now we're seeing all these different tools come up, which I think too often are focused again on uh, activity levels. So call more, email more, do more, um, and also trying to sort of replace a lot of the stuff that salespeople uh, are doing or should be doing instead of augmenting their their work and helping them do their work better. So those are the three main assumptions that I think are, are are damaging
0: and are killing deals today. George, okay. So I'm clear on the three assumptions that salespeople often get wrong. So what to do about them?
1: Well, I think we have to understand first uh, if we, if we have those beliefs and assumptions that uh, they are hindering our, our success. And then the framework is, is really about how do we then, how should we be providing uh, the, the way of selling, so to speak, in a way that all our salespeople new uh, or experienced can, can learn to improve uh, their, their uh, day-to-day work. So that goes, of course, all the way up to, to strategy it needs to be aligned with process, needs to be aligned with methodology, needs to be aligned, aligned with coaching and analytics and all of these things. So trying to sort of find a, a, a structure around how to organize your sales teams to be as effective as, as you can possibly be. And instead of blaming salespeople for not being disciplined, uh, provide them with with the right Resources and
0: tools in order to
1: do their job consistently and successfully, and grow
0: as professionals. George, you have a specific focus on sales managers. Can you explore that a bit? What do leaders often get wrong with sales managers? I think
1: the sales managers
0: uh, are are giving too
1: too little resources, too little uh, focus. I see too often that the simple mistake being made is the one of making your best salesperson into a manager without really understanding if that person is well suited to become a manager and all of a sudden to perform through others, which is a big mindset shift. Uh, And also once they are promoted, not sort of giving them all the the training and and, and the the coaching they need to really become good at that new job. And that's also where I think a a lot of times there's too little uh, helpful structure. So that's why I think a lot of times managers get stuck in reporting and number crunching and exporting data from the CRM and then trying to make sense of that somehow. So the mindset piece, I think, is... Always important, but maybe if we were to prioritize, I would definitely go uh, and
0: focus on the, the sales managers. Why is this disconnect around hiring and promoting the right people into sales management so common in your view? Yeah, I guess leadership has the belief that if you're a good performer, you
1: will become a good manager slash coach. And and I think also those two words are a bit um interesting because you you have to be good at coaching today, I think, to be a good sales manager or always. I mean, it's nothing new there. From my experience, I think a lot of times company leaders uh, may not have uh, the knowledge and the insight about selling at a level where they understand that that is a mistake. We just make the assumption that if someone has done the job, they should be able to help others do the job. But if you don't have, again, mindset. If you don't have them if you've strived in selling because you love being that hero that brings the deal in, and then all of a sudden you're a mani- manager and you should, should coach your people, but you still want to be the hero. I mean, then you, you 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 jump in and try to save deals or help help, in quotation marks, uh, your your salespeople to close deals because you you really just want to get that kick out of closing the deal. So. You start stealing deals from your, your, your
0: salespeople instead of actually helping them grow. George, you touched on coaching earlier, and I know you have specific insights about coaching's importance. Can you explore them here? I think coaching is the number one task
1: that a, a modern sales manager should, should be uh, focusing on. Uh, and again, if, as soon as I say modern, uh, it feels wrong because I think it's Always been the case that good sales managers, sales leaders, uh, have been good at bringing the best out of their people. Um, but I, I, I just see that again from the top, the expectations might not be aligned with that. So everyone is screaming for the for the numbers. Show me the numbers. Um, and. Coaching is not a quick fix, right? Coaching is—it's helping someone grow, helping someone get the help, someone get the best out of them. So it's, it's a long-term uh, effort. You don't—you don't coach someone today, and and tomorrow they're they're a different person. Although of course uh, you could see uh, improvements, but but it's a long-term mindset that you have to have that we. Want to help people grow, and uh, sometimes I think leaders are just too short-sighted to really allow coaching to happen in in the way it should be should be done. Instead, we're asking for numbers and reports and and, and stuff that make these managers get into managerial mode, looking at have you done enough activities? I mean, you get into the sort of efficiency. Uh, focus where we can improve, but only to a point where you have to really look at how are we doing things. Just doing things faster might not be wise. We need to slow down to speed up. So yeah, and I think it's critical, but it's, it's, uh, it's paid a lot of lip service uh, from everyone, but it's not always performed in, in a good way.
0: George Brontean sharing some of his thinking that's detailed in his new book, Stop Killing Deals, which explores the wrong-headed assumptions that plague many sales teams and what to do about them. We're grateful to George for taking the time to explore his ideas, and we have one final piece about what George calls understanding the essential human nature of buyers and sellers. We think that selling costs buying. But it, it doesn't really. I
1: mean, buying is, is a process that happens when someone needs to go from where they are today into some other future. And, and I think as, as sellers, we need to be there and, and, and help the people and individuals and companies uh, get where they want to be and, and go away from where they don't want to be. But too much in selling is focused on just telling everyone, what we have and what we can do. And then the buyer sort of, we expect the buyer to sort of uh, draw the line between where they are and why they need to buy our stuff just by showing them a demo or pitching or, or presenting what it is we've, we can do. So I think it's really interesting to, and this is something I'm continually trying to, to, to learn more about like, how do we make decisions? How do, we, how do people think and why? I mean, a lot of times it's not rational, right? We just, there's a lot of emotions involved in,
0: in buying and selling, which I think is really interesting. George Brontean speaking to us from Sweden, where his sales enablement CRM business, Membrane, is headquartered. For more information about George's book, Stop Killing Deals, including a free download of the first chapter, please go to the website stop.killing.deals. That's stop.killing.deals. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. For more information about Integrity Solutions, the sales performance coaching and customer service innovator, please see IntegritySolutions.com. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. I'm Michael Terrell.